0: Hi, everyone. It's uh, really good to be to join you uh, from our home in, at the moment, actually sunny Manchester. Uh, really sorry we can't be with you in person, but we send our love, uh, we send our greetings to you. We're well. Uh, we pray that you are, and we pray that during this difficult time, you're able to know the love and the grace and the mercy of God. And uh, I feel God's been really speaking to me. Uh, actually, A word that he spoke, it probably was the very first prophetic word, I think, that I ever received. I think I was uh, probably about 15 or 16. Uh, It was certainly over 40 years ago, and uh, I was prophesied over that, like Joseph... I would be a fruitful vine and uh, I don't know if you know that verse but uh, that verse has really lived with me it's Genesis chapter 49 and uh, verse 22 and it's Jacob at the end of his life the patriarch Israel prophesying actually over each of his sons and as he comes to Joseph he prophesies this remarkable prophecy, and he says this in uh, uh, Genesis chapter 49, verse 22 Joseph is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine near a spring, whose branches climb over the wall. And actually, God reminded me of this about 10 years ago. I think I brought it to our then North event as we were starting to become Christ Central Churches and starting this journey of being an apostolic family, a small family, originally in the north of England, but actually now spreading uh, wide, actually, across the world, serving some uh, I think we 're in some twenty five different nations and uh, serving some two hundred and seventy five to three hundred churches it 's really difficult for us to know and seeing churches spring up across the world and just partnering with other apostles it 's been great in Christ Central to uh, be partnering with Lee Yabra in Mexico to be partnering um, with Joseph Moela in zambia uh, there 's a new partnership that god 's giving us right now with uh, Uh, friends in the Ukraine, and uh, it's just good to see that happening. Of course, uh, friends in Canada, of course, friends across the world as well, and a growing team uh, based here in the United Kingdom. So uh, God's given us that word that I, I kind of carry, it, it feels for me. At the beginning of this year, actually, I was travelling and I felt God again when we were able to travel, of course, so we had a very busy start to the year. We were in three different nations very quickly and then suddenly this lockdown happened. I felt God reminded me of that word, that uh, this is a word actually not just for me, not just for Christ Central, but for the church and the churches that actually actually we are to be a fruitful people, we're a fruitful vine. Uh, It's interesting that uh, image, that word, that uh, picture of the vine is actually God's picture for Israel. He uh, said that Israel was like a fruitful vine and it was supposed to bear fruit in the nations, it was supposed to not just exist for itself but actually to be God's glory, God's grace, God's mercy, a vehicle of his blessing in the nations. And uh, uh, God said that in Jeremiah 2, 21. He said, "I've, I've established you, I've set you up, I planted you. He said here in Jeremiah 2, verse 21, I planted you as a choice vine of reliable stock. But he then says, well, but how come? How come you've gone against me? How come you've just become a corrupt wild vine? I'm going to chop you down. And uh, right through the Old Testament, there's these pictures of a tree that was once glorious or or a tree that was once supposed to be for blessing of the nation, cut down. But right the way through, you get this resounding promise that one day it's going to be different. One day out of the stump, out of the, um, the, the, the cut back vine, Actually, a new shoot is going to come. We get this uh, often at Christmas in Isaiah chapter 11. A new shoot will come from the stump of De- Jesse, that's David's father. Uh, and from his roots, a new branch will come and bear fruit. And of course, we know the fulfillment of this is in our Lord Jesus. He came fulfilling God's prophetic promises God's call to be the fruitful one for the world he came and he said to his disciples I am the true vine he's referring back to those prophetic promises I'm the true vine I'm I'm the one who's going to bear fruit and you know what he says this in John chapter 15 I'm the vine but actually you're organically connected to me. You are the branches. And actually this life, this fruitfulness is not just going to be displayed in my life, but through connectivity to those who are in Christ, the Christians, the family of God, this fruitfulness is going to go to the nations. He says that in John 15 verse 16. You didn't choose me. It's not that we've chosen him but I've chosen you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. So I kind of want to prophesy over you today saying we're in Christ, we're connected to him and actually because of our connectivity we are going to bear fruit in the nations. Now right now it feels like we're a bit isolated. Right now, it feels like we're a bit locked in. Right now, it feels like we're a bit constrained. And I kind of want to use this prophetic picture of Joseph and just see, because this was the context. It was Joseph as a fruitful vine. Now, Joseph, a type, a picture of Christ. We're in Christ. It's true of us. But for the life of Joseph, he was very much locked in. He was very much trapped by circumstances. He was uh, often confined. You think uh, difficult family, uh, being misunderstood by the family. Uh, You think then sold into slavery, a a, a confinement, definitely there. But that leading to uh, being betrayed, uh, first by the family, then secondly by his employer, lied against. Uh, Then, of course, the ultimate confinement, the ultimate lockdown, the ultimate an imprisonment, literally imprisoned and then forgotten, just years going by. And you may feel like, yeah, it's been a few weeks of confinement for some of us, but you may feel that in your life. You may feel you've been misunderstood. You may feel you've been betrayed. You may feel you've been disadvantaged. You may feel actually you've even been forgotten. But God did not forget Joseph God was working in Joseph all the way through his confinement his difficulty and I believe right now prophetically God's working in us through this confinement he's working in us he's he's putting things into us he's he's building things into us that actually are going to be for the blessing and the fruitfulness of the nations. I think there's something about the character and the love and the mercy and the kindness and the compassion of God that's being worked into us right now. We're experiencing that day by day, and I believe we're going to be demonstrating that. We're going to be showing that to our neighbours, to our friends, to our family, that actually the love of God comes out of us and I think that's what happened with Joseph I think honestly in Joseph's life right the way through he demonstrated the grace of God he demonstrated compassion and mercy Uh, just a little illustration of this while he was in prison the butler and the baker he he kind of notices them and you think he says to them something quite extraordinary to me he says "Uh, why are you so sad today you think "Uh, hello Joseph we're in prison Egyptian prisons not known for their mercy and grace probably not known uh, for their kindness but he says why are you so sad today and something about kindness and mercy and love he's noticed them then they start to tell about his dream and I just want to first of all say this that The love of God, the kindness of God, the mercy of God is in us. And as we go about some aspects of our daily life, maybe some of us are allowed out to the shops, maybe some of us can talk to neighbours in gardens, maybe occasionally as we're out for our daily exercise, we can say, hello, actually the love, the mercy, the grace of God coming out of us. Do you know, it's the kindness of God that's going to lead people to repentance. You know, God so loved the world, See, sometimes when you hear Christians talk about the gospel and the wrath of God and the anger, you think God so hated the world that he sent his only son to be punished. Well, God so loved the world that he sent his son to deal and to overcome and to pay the price and to vanquish and to be an overcomer over sin. And the same power, the same resurrection apostolic authority power is in his church today. We are those who come with the love and the grace and the mercy of God. And I think actually as we display that, whether it's through acts of kindness, whether it's just through a hello and a good morning, whether it's just through an act of love as we help neighbours or family or friends, I believe although people won't necessarily agree with all our doctrine, they'll see the grace of God in evidence amongst us. One Peter chapter two, verse 12 tells us to live such good lives amongst our environment amongst the pagans, that although they accuse us of wrongdoing, they don't like maybe this ethic or that ethic or that way we live or that way we demonstrate life, although they accuse us of doing wrong, actually, they'll see our good deeds and they'll glorify our Father in heaven. So that's what Joseph did. Secondly, Joseph continued to believe in the supernatural. He continued to believe in God's power at work in the everyday. Let me illustrate that. Again, that time when he notices the butler and the baker and he says, why are you so sad today? Grace, compassion, mercy. Well, we've had a dream. Dream? If this was me, I'd say dreams, dreams. Hang on a minute. It was dreams that got me here into the first place. You you don't have any brothers, do you? Don't tell them. No. Actually, he says, oh, tell me I could interpret. It. He believes God is in this. God is in the supernatural. See, that verse says Joseph is a fruitful vine a fruitful vine near a spring. And actually, Joseph's roots had gone down in trouble, in persecution, in difficulty. They'd gone deep, 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 right down into the spring. Now, a spring in the Bible talks and speaks of the Holy Spirit, living water, the spirit bubbling within. Jesus said, if you're thirsty, come to me and drink. And from within will flow rivers of living water. He spoke this about the spirit. And you know what? even in this confinement, we're a spiritual people. We're full of the Holy Spirit. We're filled with his spirit. We're connected to the same life source that Jesus was connected to, the same spirit, not some 21st century muted down Holy Spirit, but the powerful, resurrected, uh, resurrection power Holy Spirit is in us, in you, the same as is in Jesus and was in Jesus and is in his church. And actually, I believe, we're going to see breakouts and breakthroughs in this, which kind of leads me to my final point, really, that Joseph continued to believe in the sovereignty and the power and the glory of God, that actually this life was going to break out, that actually his branches were actually eventually, as it says, were going to climb over walls. You see, what happens when a vine produces fruit, It produces fruit on its branches and if those branches are allowed to settle, if they're allowed to run just along the ground, actually they'll rot or animals will come and eat them. But if they kind of push up against a wall, if they actually grow up against a wall, if they actually find some resistance and grow up, actually they produce much fruit and can even go over walls. You see, it's in time of difficulty. It's in time of trouble. It's in time of isolation. When our roots go down deep, when in adversity, against walls, against opposition, against things that seem to be enclosing us and isolating us and pushing us in, actually, we can see fruitfulness grow. We can see life grow. We can see the fruit of the Spirit working in our lives. And actually, I believe it's going to go over the wall it's going to go to neighbours and friends and family and even to new territory new towns new villages new maybe even new nations of course ultimately for Joseph he was propelled out of his prison environment by the grace and sovereignty of God how do I know God how do I know that Joseph actually always believed this was God's sovereignty he always believed that God was in it it's hard at the moment isn't it and we've just heard some sad news of uh, friends of ours who've lost loved ones and you think where's god in all this and how how you know what's what's happening to our nation what's happening in the world well actually the truth is this and Joseph was able to say this. In fact, it's a similar time when uh, just after his father prophesies, uh, sadly, his father dies and uh, the brothers come to Joseph and they say this. It's uh, a lie, actually. They're pretty good at that. Uh, Our father's dying wish was that you forgive us. Well, actually, Joseph had forgiven them. Uh, Joseph wasn't into retribution. He was uh, a man of grace, a good character, as we've seen. But he says this. No, no, you don't understand. You meant it for evil. But. God meant it for good, and right now in this difficult time, in this confining time, in this time when we feel enclosed, yeah, there's, there's evil in this. There's a corruption in a world. There's a a world that's in chaos. There's a world that actually, right now, is 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 groaning and creaking, and with thorns and thistles. This is a result of the fall. It's a result of sins outworking in humanity. But God's in it. God's working through it and God will bring good out of this and I think even hearing of different numbers of people connecting with our churches right now, even hearing of fresh conversations of people who are hungry for God, I believe that our fruitfulness is going to go over the wall. So I want to end by prophesying over you just where you are right now, just Here today, saying you're in Christ, you're connected to Jesus. He's a fruitful vine, you're a fruitful vine. Your roots go down deep into the Spirit, just like His roots did, and you're able to draw up that same powerful Holy Spirit working just as Jesus did. And because of that, even in confinement, even in difficulty, even in trouble and problems. And lockdown, actually through this, God is going to produce in you, in the community, in your family, in your friends, in your neighbours, in your lives. He's going to produce a new fruitfulness. Friends, Joseph is a fruitful vine. A fruitful vine near a spring whose branches, whose fruitfulness goes over walls. Let me pray for you as we end. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my dear friends. I thank you for your grace in their lives. I thank you, Lord, that we are connected to you, Lord Jesus. I thank you that your life is in us. And even in this confinement, just like Joseph We're going to continue to display grace and goodness and mercy. We're going to continue to believe in the power of the Spirit. And Lord, I believe that actually, just like it happened with Joseph, there's going to come a day when we're propelled onto new stages. We have new opportunities. Why? Because your fruitfulness will not be confined by walls. Actually, there's fruit over the wall. God bless you.